Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Balance Chaos Podcast. We're back in our third episode of the Chakra Series for our solar plexus. So solar plexus is located in your (laughs) solar solar plexus. plexus. (laughs) But it's really like right in your chest cavity, like right around the rib cage. Yeah, I always kind of think about, or when I'm talking to people about it, like right where the ribs meet, like almost right below there if you put your hand there. Yeah. So you can do that. That's your solar plexus (laughs) in case you're like, I still don't know what that is. Um, Solar plexus is a really big power center or center for digestion. So not only like your food digesting, but how you digest information from the outside world and your intuition. Oh, yeah. And I like talking about it being a power center. If you think about standing in a power stance, just standing up and really taking up space, um, when you stand like that, your chest kind of goes out and this area actually expands out. It opens. Which is, there's a reason why it's there, That's right? That's true. Oftentimes too, like when you look at, um, and this will make more sense as we go into solar plexus, but um, Tarzan, how he hits his chest. Yeah. He's hitting his power center before he goes into like a battle. Yeah, to really ramp himself up. Yeah. Okay, so solar plexus is, it's a big one, but I also think it's like, I don't want to say misunderstood, but kind of like forgotten about. Sometimes if you don't know a lot about chakra centers or energy centers, we feel a lot of things in our heart and our stomach, but you don't necessarily know how to feel this unless you've tuned in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's really big, but it kind of hides from us in a way. Agreed. And I think a lot of people, solar plexus is a common one to be out of balance in our society. Yes. Like a lot of people don't realize... Or they think they're not intuitive, and they're like, my third eye is shut. And it's like, no, your third eye is open. You just can't process that information. Your solar plexus is shut. Yeah, I do feel like this one is is very often not okay. Yeah. <laughs> not okay. Well, I'm going to describe some physical ailments because okay. I'm sure listeners, like if you're listening to this and you identify, you're going to be like, wait, that's solar plexus. I have a solar plexus issue. Yeah. So skin ailments such as acne, eczema, um, psoriasis, like any itchy skin. Heartburn, so digestion issues that cause like burning burning sensations. sensations that's like living right through there. Slow digestion, so constipation. So you're, you're, yeah. you're not <laughs> everything's stuck in there and it's not coming out. Sorry, I wanted to say really gross things, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm just gonna let her go. She needs this. <laughs> Trying to take up space. No. Um, <laughs> So those are the physical things that you'll feel if solar plexus is off, which those are very common. Even like severe allergies. Yeah. I I have those. A lot of us in Vegas do. We're all not (laughs) doing well with this wind today that's happening as we're recording. Um, But I love this, like the skin one I think is so big because it's not something that you would think about. Um, But when you really sit down and think about times that your skin may have broken out or like I had a lot of eczema when I was younger mm-hmm. um, and it's something that will kind of come up every now and then, but it totally makes sense yes. when you really think about it. Well, because solar no plexus houses our self-talk or how we communicate with ourselves on the inside and your skin is your first layer of protection. So if you are being unkind to yourself or being hard on yourself, as you're talking to yourself, I'm going to say yourself eight more times, <laughs> then your skin's going to react in, in response to that. So your skin's going to say, hey, like you're being really rough. So then we get the rough That's eczema. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or if you have acne, like, oh, you're being really ugly to me. So now I feel ugly. Mm-hmm. And so it's going to pop up in those areas. 
And I mean, one of the hardest things about this is then you have to switch that self-talk. So you notice you're broken out and instead of being like, oh my gosh, what's wrong with me? I'm, you know, not feeling pretty or my skin is gross. And then you start saying those things to yourself. So instead of going there, you have to be gentle with yourself. Like my body is, I'm also saying yourself 1,000 times. <laughs> um, your body is giving you a, a sign, like, please be kind. Be yeah, kind be to gentle. me. Yeah, so. I do think it's funny too because I think people with really sensitive skin tend to be more empathic or sensitive people. Yes. I, I have very sensitive me skin. Me too. I was going to say I cannot use anything scented because I'm broken out yeah. and it's always been an issue and it's, I have used it as a way to, to get to know different things about myself and when I was pregnant, my skin was really broken out and ended up being like a food sensitivity. But your your body's always telling you these things. Oh, and even food sensitivity is also a solar plexus issue. Yeah, Thank well, you for saying that. Apparently I wasn't taking up the face then. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's really it's really interesting to, to know all these things. And if you're just learning about them now, kind of looking back through... Your life and how it's shifted, like mm-hmm. when it's been on or when it's been off. Think about that too. Like a lot of times when you're about to interview for a big job or you're really nervous, your skin will break out. And it's because you're being hard on yourself about what you're going to say, how you're going to present yourself. Yeah. What am I going to look like to this person? Yes. I mean, not even necessarily you're not thinking your physical look. It's like how you're presenting yourself. Yes. So, yeah. So let's talk about. I think we need to go into ego because the ego is here. Huge. So we speak about the ego a lot. It gets a bad rap. It's not always a bad thing. You just want a balanced ego. Yeah. Like when we when we say the word ego, people, I think, automatically go egotistical, not good. Pride. Yeah. Yeah. Like being full of themselves or this. But it's not necessarily that. It has a purpose. Right. So our ego develops when we are children. Before we have an adult regulating our system or our system is able to protect us. So your ego develops as a layer of protection. Right. And then in a, as an adult, it's still there with that, that child mind. Yes. Right? So, so it's, it's also you, like you could call it your inner child. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of balance whatever sounds better to you. Right? So inner child, ego, we're going to use interchangeably. Yes. And think about it this way. Like if you're fighting with your loved one, and all you want to do is connect with them, but you're like, they made me mad. So I know I wanted to be nice to my spouse today, but they made me so mad that I'm just going to ignore them. Well, but you're lonely. That's your ego. <laughs> because what your soul and your intuition is really telling you is, I want connection. Like, let's say they're late. I'm mad at them because they're late and I want to spend time with them. But now that I'm mad, I'm not going to spend time with them. Yeah, and I'm not going to tell them that. Yeah, so that anger that's all right there, not that you don't have a right to be mad, but the Digging your heels in is your ego because it's blocking you from the exact thing you want, which is to spend time with them. Yeah, and it's doing it with the purpose of trying to make you not hurt more. Right. Push them away. Like, push them away. I'm safe here. I'm safe here. Instead of, like, being vulnerable and saying, hey, you made me upset today because I really was looking forward to spending time with you and you just stayed out later than I thought or... Yeah. Whatever it might be. But So if you feel like you're suffering with ego a lot or pushing people away... Or you're having those repetitive thoughts of like, I can't believe they did this to me. Or you have the arguments in your head that are never going to happen. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, like when yes. you play that out. I feel like it's a very teenage thing to do. But if you're still having that, your ego is in overdrive and your solar plexus is out of balance. Yeah. So got to get it back in check so that you can create meaningful connections. Let yourself be out there and be vulnerable. Yeah. A good way to do this if you first of all catch yourself having these arguments or pushing somebody away. 
stop, breathe. Yeah. No, notice it. <laughs> yes. Like awareness is always the first step Thing. in anything. And right? then say, that isn't my truth. Yeah, that that is the most powerful statement, I think, because we are constantly in our heads and making these making these worries or problems or yeah. delusions. And yeah. I mean, you have so many problems, probably 10% of them actually happen of the right. stories we make up in our heads. So just letting yourself know, like, this isn't my truth. And this, and knowing that it's just your, your body, your inner child, your ego trying to protect you and trying to keep you safe. But knowing that it's in overdrive. You don't yeah. need to be kept safe right now. Yeah, Everything's I'm, cool. I'm good. I'm not being chased by a tiger. I'm not. <laughs> right now where my feet are, I am safe. Yeah. Always coming back to the present moment, like yeah. right now. Yeah, I've really been doing a lot of I choose peace in the present moment. I love that. That's really pretty. Yeah, it's, it's been helping me. I choose peace <laughs> in the present moment. I like that. Um, so anyway, so if this is like not working, so if our ego's in overdrive, what's happening? Usually, so if your ego's in over, overdrive and you feel like you're in constant battle mm-hmm. or like you're always on edge about like, who's going to come at me next or all these people are crazy. A lot of people deal with this at a work, in a work scenario. Yes. Um, your ego is being, or sorry, your solar plexus is overactive and it can, it can be situational. Maybe at home you're fine, but you but go it, into a place at work where you feel like you're always under attack. And so your solar plexus starts speeding. Yes. Um, I love that because you always, there's a lot of people who I feel like feel like that because they are playing out past situations. Yes. Especially in work. Like you come into a new work environment and you're like the same thing's happening again. Mm-hmm. And it's because you're, you're perpetuating the cycle. Yes. You're attracting that because now at work, your solar plexus says, well, I need to go in overdrive, right? We need protection here. So mm-hmm. I got you. But work isn't good. We yeah. gotta go. We gotta go. We're up. But if you got a hold of it and balanced your solar plexus, you would stop attracting these battles at work is what yeah. I'm going to call them. Yeah. I like that. Um, or with your husband. Maybe it's when you come home and it's like you always go into overdrive in your home because you're on eggshells and you're like, oh, we always fight at this time. Yeah. Oh, it's it's bedtime for the kids and it's intense and I know that he's going to be mad and I'm going to be mad. And instead of just being like, whew, we've had some doozies the last couple of days. Let's see if we can work through this and have it like making, I don't know, bring some laughter into it. Right. <laughs> but yeah. Becoming aware. So an overactive solar plexus is going to be somebody who is argumentative. Um, wants a battle, defensive even. Yeah. Um, also egotistical in the way that's, that we do think, like pride. Yes, like, like, yes. Like all those kind of, I don't want to call them like negative connotations, I guess, that we put with the ego, like where you're not necessarily thinking about other people's needs at all. Yeah. It's all about you. You. Yes. And that's a trauma response. Um, very entitled personality, like me, 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 I deserve this because I deserve this. I'll stomp on you to get it. Yeah. Yeah. Like in entitled in the way of it's not necessarily work hard. It's like not get, get this person out of here because I deserve it more than them. Right. Not having any sort of empathy. Yes. Lack of empathy. And then also those are the people who like feel like there's lack or limitation. So like, oh, I could be the only energy healer. There's not enough space for anybody else to have my job or I'm the only hairdresser. That's good. Like, yeah, I, I love that one because I think that's a huge, a huge thing that people do, especially in our world where we see, there's so many people taking up the space. Like I, I can't have these people. So instead of like building up others around me in my industry, I'm going to knock them down. Like no one's as good as I am. So forget it. Right. Because you're afraid. Because you're, and it's really that you're, it's fear that someone else is going to be better than you and you're going to lose clients or you're going to, you know, lose all your money. I don't know. Whatever it is. 
But there's uh, space for everyone. There is. There's <laughs> abundance. And you're going to get the clients you're supposed to have. Mm-hmm. Um, then an underactive solar plexus, which we see this a lot too. People with an underactive solar plexus tend to attract relationships with people with an overactive yeah. solar plexus. So that's where we get the toxic, abusive relationships. Yes. So we have one person that's stomping and one person that's like, I'll do anything you need. Yes. The people <laughs> pleaser. So an underactive is like afraid to take up space. Um, afraid to show up for yourself, uh, low self-worth. Low self-esteem, lots of, like, negative self-talk. Yes. Just, just being really mean to yourself, like saying things to yourself that you would never say to another human. <laughs> right. It, yes. So, and you do have to look at that. If you wouldn't say it to a four-year-old, you shouldn't be saying it to yourself. Yeah. That's how you can start to filter through, like, is this okay to say to myself or is this not? Yeah. I always like the, I'll tell this to people, like, think about screaming that out loud. To your would best you friend. To hear that? Would you would you do that to your friend? Then why are you, why are you screaming it in your head to yourself? Like right, not exactly that. And I will say it's true. I've gone through patterns in my life where I've had both. Like, so you can be somebody with an underactive one, and then it can shift too far into overactive, <laughs> totally, or vice versa. Um, I will say, and I've talked about this in previous podcasts, but with my son's dad, he had a very overactive solar plexus, and I had an underactive one at the time. So our relationship was. Toxic, and I would be on super healthy. Yes, (laughs) so I would be on eggshells often because I was always anticipating him getting mad, and he would lash out pretty frequently. And I used to get this horrible, horrible rash under my armpit whenever I was with or around him. And then whenever like we wouldn't talk, it would go away. How interesting! So my body was saying, "Uh, uh, honey, (laughs) like this is not okay." And it was. I went to doctors for this rash under my armpit, and nobody could figure out what, what it was. I would use so many creams and so many things. But it would go away as soon as I cut him off completely, like cut off all contact. Which I do also think that's worth pointing out. If you have something that people are like, hmm, I'm not sure what this is, look inside. What's happening? Or look at at your world. Like what's happening in your world that's different or that doesn't feel good that you're ignoring. Right. Trying to just. It's true. And the only reason I could think that that was in my armpit is because (laughs) that would make me notice it. I couldn't ignore it because it was such an uncomfortable spot. That's like the worst spot to have something like that. Yeah. So for me, it was like, you're not going to ignore that you shouldn't be in this relationship. Like you Mm -hmm. need to, you need to step into your power and. And take up your space and get out. Get out, fix it and and set boundaries for what you're tolerating. Yeah. Love yourself enough. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's always a lesson that's coming. So letting yourself see the lesson. So here I am, lessened. Just kidding. <laughs> I learned. <laughs> Lessened up. Um, so yes, if you are somebody who attracts toxic relationships, look at your solar plexus and look at what you're willing to tolerate and put up with and maybe do a little self-love work at like, why? Why am I doing this? Why don't I take up space? Or yeah. maybe you're the abusive partner. Why am I so reactive? Yeah. Why am I aggressive? What am I afraid of? I love that. And also I think boundaries are good to talk about because always good. I mean you just you just mentioned boundaries but if you are in one of these relationships and it doesn't have to be with like your partner it can be with a friend a parent a at work yeah yeah so don't don't limit your thought like well my my relationship is good but I still feel like some of these things might be me take a look at all of your relationships and think about where you're not setting a boundary yeah and like, really work on Boundaries come with vulnerability, being able to say what you will and will not tolerate, what you need to expect. And a lot of us are afraid to be vulnerable because we want to be seen as like chill. Yeah, like I'm so relaxed that (laughs) I, I mean, this is definitely something I have had to work on a lot because I like to be easygoing and I am fairly easygoing, but like I, if I 
find myself being too easygoing, I notice I'm getting more and more lessons of like, I don't, why is this happening? I didn't want that to happen. And it's because I'm not setting the the boundaries and saying what I need out of a situation. Yeah, Whatever I'll notice that too. Like the way that I notice it is somebody will be asking me for something and I'll be like, God, they asked me for a lot. <laughs> like there's no limit to what they're asked for. And I'm like, oh no, Brookie, you're not asking <laughs> no. for anything. That's actually yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, and it's like that resentment. If you're feeling resentful, go back to your boundaries. Yeah, boundaries are always good. And you know what? Boundaries help us not attract. We hear this word thrown around a lot, but narcissistic people into our life, whether it's yeah. your boss, your coworker, your partner, Narcissists hate boundaries. So if you learn to set boundaries and stand up for yourself, then you're going to repel those types of people. Yeah, they're anyway. not they're not going to come in because yeah. they don't have the, the space to do it because you're like, nope, this is what I tolerate. Right. The, the end. So. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if you are listening to us and you're like, wow, I have a lot of blockages or leakage, leakages. Well, that's not a word, is it? Leakage? Leakage. I think leakage could be a word. I'm not sure. What about leakages? I don't know about leakages. You can just maybe have leaks. leakage. Leaks. If you you're have leaks. <laughs> you're leaking. Things are seeping out. No. <laughs> Solar plexus. How can you balance them? If you, like, A, I mean, for any of these, you can always come to your local energy healer. Yes. We're here to help you. <laughs> but if that's not an option for you right now and you're like, I need some balance at home. Yes. How can I help out? A couple of I things. Do? Yeah. Yes. So solar plexus is housed by uh, yellow, the color yellow. Bright, sunny, beautiful yellow. Yes. So. It is a powerful color. It is. Yeah. Too. Which is why, I mean, the biggest thing that we think of as yellow is the sun. Hello. It's taking up all the. Oh, it's taking up all the day space. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to give people. So let's say yours is underactive and you don't take up space. Mm-hmm. Start recognizing where you're not taking up space. And challenge yourself to be vulnerable and to start showing up a little bit more. Having an opinion. Saying what you want. Yeah. Instead of being like, I don't care where we go to dinner. Really think about where do you want to go to dinner. Yeah. That's a good one. And say (laughs) it. I feel like that's such a common woman thing. It is. Like, it's fine. Wherever. Like, no. Say what you want. And give yourself the the space to actually feel what you want to do. I'm so glad you brought up feeling. Because that is, this is our, like, when you say that gut feeling. Yes. A lot of times we're being easygoing and we're avoiding our gut feeling, and then we're attracting more lessons because we're not hearing our intuition. So, yeah, how do you feel? Like, check in with yourself and be like, okay, how do I feel? How do I want to feel? Do I want to feel like I had a light, healthy lunch, or do I want something really heavy and full because, you know, maybe, yeah. But check in with how you want to feel, and that's going to help you be guided by what you actually need more so than um, people pleasing. Yeah. And I think. Once again, women, we are people pleasers. We're taught really by society from a young age that like to to be good mm-hmm. is to conform and to just like be nice. be nice and be accommodating and be this. But that's really going to screw with your solar plexus because yeah. then you're not following your intuition. And our intuition as women, um, I remember reading this book when I found out I was going to have a daughter, and I was like, whew, um, called The Female Brain. Mm-hmm. And our gut feeling is actually stronger than men's. And this is, like, from us, you know, when we were being chased by tigers. Right. I don't know. I don't know. Well, Who's- I think because women were home hunting and gathering, and the men were out. No, that was wrong. Women are home gathering. <laughs> men, <laughs> are men are out, out hunting. hunting. But we had to know, like, is he coming back? Intuitively, do we feel it? Intuitively, are we going to be under attack while he's gone? Yeah, like, we have to know what's going on. So really getting back in touch with that is so important, and it it's going to give you so much more. Like, you just really 
step into yourself, but just starting with little things. Oh, this is where I give clients. I new t- first time clients. I often give this because so many moms we get used to ignoring our body, especially our mm-hmm. body's innate signals. So I always tell them like, start listening to little things like pee when you need to pee. Don't wait till you're running to the bathroom. Eat when you're hungry. Don't wait till you're starving. And then stop when you're full. Yes. Like listening to that signal from the body. And then also resting when you're tired. Like don't. Like, oh, I just have to finish this. Like, no, you, you really don't. You, you don't. You need to sit. If your body's like, sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Well, because we need to eat, sleep, and eliminate to live. <laughs> but most of us put those things on the back burner. Those are like the last things that we're doing. Right. And then we're like doing everything else first. And so what that does is it disconnects your mind, body, and soul. So your intuition's like, well, if you can't even hear your body when it's telling you it needs to pee, you're not going to listen to me when I tell you to go left. <laughs> yeah. Like, sorry, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. So, so many people that are like, well, I don't know how to listen to my intuition or I'm not intuitive. You are. You just need to tap back in. Start with listening to your body. Yeah. I like to tell people like a couple of times a day, just slow down, take a deep breath, put your hands over your heart and ask yourself, what do you need? Yeah. What do you need right now? But then you have to actually follow like through with it. <laughs> yes. I think Give people your, are like, well, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I need rest, but I got to finish the laundry. Right. <laughs> well, that's a good point to like look at it, that it is your inner child. When you ask a little child what it needs, you don't then say ignore it. Like if they're like, yes. I need food, you're not like, oh, cool. Good talk. Cool. I got to go. Right. Exercise, right? They're going to start screaming. So it's like that's kind of what your solar plexus does. It starts mm-hmm. screaming at you. Yeah. So it's just so, so important. Listen to your body. It's telling you the things. Let yourself feel. Let yourself be taken care of. Yeah. Like, let your, take care of yourself. You can take care of everyone else. You can take care of yourself. Agreed. And you're going to be a better caregiver of everyone else if you're meeting your own needs. Yes. I always feel like I am not a great mom when I have not listened to my intuition or like not taken the time to eat when I needed to eat. It's true. Because you get snappy. Yeah. And then I'm like, ah. Well, think about it. If you're not doing those things, you are more prone to battle, I guess. Because same, like even I think like if I'm hungry and I'm running to Target, I'm going to be frustrated with the cashier if they keep talking to me. I'm like, come on, just bag my shit. Let's yeah, go. like, why are these people in line? Like, like, oh, the person in front of me is chit-chatting with the cashier, and they're taking forever. But mm-hmm. if I'm not hungry and I'm not in a rush, then I'm going to be like, oh, this is lovely. I love being at Target. What good customer service. She's talking to everybody, right? But it's like, if you don't meet your own needs, you're going to be annoyed with by everybody everyone. slowing down, or your children, too. I know when I'm yelling at Grayson a lot of the times, it's like, okay, Brooke, like... <laughs> You were mad because you've had no minutes to yourself today, and then you just picked him up, and now he wants to chit-chat. Yes. Totally. Like, I am usually, the times I'm snappy with my kids is when I'm like, I just got four text messages that I either don't know the answer to yet, or I am like, I feel like I need to text them back right away, and I'm like, why are you talking to me? I'm like, you're talking to me because you're my child. Right. (laughs) I heard this really great thing today that was like, if, if you're in a moment that doesn't feel good to just stop and do something to change it. Either like say out loud, like, hey, I'm sorry. I need a second. Take a breath. Put Throw the phone. I like to throw mine yeah. <laughs> across the room. And then like come back into the, into the moment. But it, acknowledging like, I feel crappy. This moment isn't good. Let's start again. Yeah. And I was like, that's I really, great, I like that. Yeah. That's a good method. Like getting tuned back into yourself. And then you notice when you're in those moments that don't feel Right. Good. Most of us don't notice until it's time for bed and then we feel guilt. Like, I yelled at my kids so much today. Ooh, that's so true. So that's why if we use that method, mm-hmm. you're not going to come to guilt at the end of the night. Because then you can stop it right in that right in that moment. Yes. And now I feel like, sorry, I should have said guilt, solar plexus issue, and yeah. it manifests in the mid-back. So if you have a lot of mid-back pain, you're holding on to too much guilt. 
and let it go. We don't need it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's Gentleness. not, it's not serving us. Be kind to yourself. Give yourself grace. None of us are perfect. You're no. going to make mistakes you in are. your days yeah. and it's okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that feels great. Um, all okay. Right. So back to yellow. Yellow foods. <laughs> um, again, whenever we're dealing with the chakra system, whole live, I can't talk, whole live organic foods are going to be your best. French fries. Bet. No, I'm no, just kidding. No, no, not French fries for this one. <laughs> this one is going to be like corn counts in this yellow category, bananas. Yellow squash. Yellow squash. That was a good one. Um, Apparently, I need that today because I couldn't stop thinking about it. <laughs> lemon um, water. I always tell people, like, if you don't want to eat these yellow foods or they're not something that you go by, do lemon water. It's a really quick, easy way to help yeah. keep solar plexus It's also great to just start your day with lemon water, sidebar. Before you have your coffee, before you do anything else, it helps to <laughs> help cleanse. you eliminate yes. and also cleanse. And then now we're going to right away connect with the solar plexus so that you can notice what you feel and step into what you need for that day. Step into your power that day. Yes. Um, Other things are like building safe companionship, like safe relationships, relationships where you can express your wants, needs, and expectations without guilt or shame. Yeah. Without having to say, I'm sorry, I'm saying this. Just letting, like, letting your truth be said right and the best way to find those relationships is to a start being that for somebody else like yes. don't be like if somebody's vulnerable with you don't throw it back in their face yeah like you feel like that yeah what? yeah um but you know creating that space for the people around you and then it'll open up for you as well yeah i always think it's so magical how when you let someone be vulnerable or you're vulnerable there's just such a deeper connection and a deeper friendship but i've I like to be vulnerable to allow others to feel like they can be because it's just, we don't, a lot of people don't feel like they have that safe space or outlet. Yeah. Yeah. And we all need it. It would create world peace. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone listen to this. No. <laughs> um, and then we, you can always do some sort of yoga. <laughs> yes. Yoga is always good. Um, but any of the poses where you're like bending at the waist mm-hmm. are going to help solar plexus or then like opening the chest. Yeah. Big chest openers. Even standing like mountain pose yeah. is just, which basically is just standing on your two feet, letting the arms come down by the side, rolling the shoulders back so that chest is open. It's like that power stance. Yes. And also engaging everything. And that is going to make you feel tall, powerful, strong. strong. And like own your space in a healthy way. Because again... You also don't want to be leaking energy to where you're just taking up too much space. <laughs> yeah. We all know the person that is an ass and takes up too much yeah. space. Yeah. You don't want to rain it back yeah. in. Yeah. You want to You balance. can curl up in a ball. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and what to do, like, what do you do if you notice, like, wow, I actually am egotistical and I am out of fear, maybe aggressive and aggressive. too much. Mm-hmm. Like, same thing. Like, notice that and then decide, like, how do I want to be? And when am I the most aggressive? What am I afraid of? Yes. Yeah, I think that's the key if you're in that narcissistic, egotistical area. Like, why am I reacting like this? What is my inner child afraid of? Like, maybe even just... Usually it's abandonment or not being enough. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, they're going to see that I'm... Yeah, you're putting up not You're putting up barriers so that nobody knows what's really happening inside. Yeah, that's true. So practice some vulnerability. Yeah. Because oh, I, I even remember, like, when I... Re- like, 18 to 22... I feel like I was very much stuck in my ego like this. But I think I was just 
trying to figure crazily out. insecure. Yes, it usually it always comes from insecurity. One hundred percent. So I would just push people away, or I was like, if I could be mean to them before they're ever mean to me or notice my flaws, then nobody's gonna mess with me. And it's also a great practice of empathy if you know somebody like that to know like this is coming from insecurity. It's not coming from them just. I mean, they're being an ass, but it's not just because they yeah, are that. It's like because they're they're, they're they're coming from a place of abandonment, fear, lack. Um, yeah. All of that. All of those things. Um, also, um, affirmations are so great for solar plexus. Yes. They're one of the best working ways to create active change. Yeah, because really it's all about shifting your mindset, right? Because this is all, it's our inner voice. It's how we talk to ourselves. So whether it's that you're being egotistical and out there or you're being, you know, unkind to yourself, shifting the mindset comes from an affirmation. So yeah. noticing your thought pattern, saying it's not your truth, and then replacing it. With something that you do want to be your truth, even if it's not your truth yet. Yeah, I think that's really important to note. But people are like, well, I don't feel like that. That's okay. You're going to okay. create it because your words have a vibration, so they're going to start to shift your vibration. Yeah. What you're doing is you're telling your subconscious mind, which is our mind that's not thinking, that's not in the front. We're telling our subconscious mind, this is what I want. And the more you say it, the more it's back there and gets it replaces those things. Right. And then you can manifest. Um, I always like to stop clients and make them th- say three things they love about themselves. Yeah. It could either be emotional, physical, mental. And when you start doing that... You start to notice more things you like instead of getting stuck at the, like, but I really know what I don't like or yeah. I'm not enough. No, you shift into like, oh, these things are great. Yeah. And if you really, really are in a negative space and you can think of nothing you like about yourself, think of somebody you really, really like. And if I'm like, oh, I really like Kristen. She's kind and sweet and always there for me. Well, those things I recognize in her, I can only recognize because they're in me. Yes. So then I know that I have those things too. So if you feel really blocked or you're having trouble with self-love, try to focus on somebody you like and know that you embody those same qualities. Yeah, that's why you're connected. Yeah. I like that. That's a good thing. So then, do you want to do journal? Yeah, so I think um, we're ready for some... We're going to give you some affirmations to... Write out as I am statements. Yes. So should we explain? So I am statements are just a statement where you say, like, I am. Like, I am Brooke. I am an energy healer. (laughs) Or I'm a patient mom. Even if I'm not, <laughs> by saying I am, it gives it a powerful energy to create or manifest. Yes. So for a balanced solar plexus, some affirmations that you can start writing. And you can write them 10 times each. And I like to do them every day when I'm really trying to manifest yeah. something. I also like to put it on my mirror in my bathroom. Or if you're working on the computer, if you're working from home on the computer, put it on a post-it. Somewhere that you see it all the time. So then you're reading it and saying it out loud. That's great. So some common ones, you can make your own from this, but we want to give you some ideas. I am enough. I am worthy. I am capable. I am valuable. I am love. I am something else that I can't think of. (laughs) Anything you want to create. I am rich. (laughs) Yeah, I am successful. I am anything. I am at peace. Yeah, I am calm. I love that. Yeah. So try these out. Start Write the things you want to embody. And let us know if they work for you. Yes. Um, Try to do this every day. Consistently, yeah. Yeah. You want to make it a habit, so 30 days. 30 days. I love that. Because then when you start, if you do it one day and then you're like, oh, I didn't do that, it's it's not getting in there. You have to do it consistently to start rewiring. Yes, to rewire the brain. And yeah, shift your self-talk. Yeah. So 
That's the solar plexus. Be kind to yourself. If you're not being kind to others, notice why. Yes. Become aware of those thought patterns. Replace things. Eat some yellow foods. Yes. Do lots of lemon water. Get outside. That's not for solar plexus. I just wanted to say it. Yeah. (laughs) It's just healthy habits. Yeah. (laughs) And just remember, you are worthy, valuable, capable, all of the things. Yeah, you are. Thanks, guys. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Balanced Chaos Podcast. We're so happy to have you here with us each week. Please help us out by subscribing to the show, sharing with friends, and leaving us reviews. You can also follow us on Instagram. We can communicate with you there. Our Instagram handle is at balancedchaoslv. Reach out and we'll write back. Bye. 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 Bye.